Thanks for tuning in and welcome to Same As It Ever Was, where we literally don't know what we're going to talk about. Hey there, buddy. What are you doing? What's up there, brother? <laughs> well, hello out there to all our friends and listeners in radio internet land. Welcome to Same As It Ever Was, episode, what, like 44, 45? Farty far. Farty far. <laughs> episode farty far. Episode farty far. Who yeah, would have thought, uh, what, when did we start this? Back in... Uh... I think it was March. March? March? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. We probably do the math, you know, two times weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And we, I don't think we've, I don't think we've missed a, a single, have we? I don't think no. we've, I don't think we've missed a single, a single we, uh, we've, scheduled we've sh- episode. We've shifted over a day. Yeah, we've done that. Yeah. But no, you know, not so, even, Thursday. not even with kids being born. I know. <laughs> we defy all the odds. Pandemic, all of them. Kids being born. <laughs> right. Cats and dogs living in harmony. <laughs> Cats and dogs living together. <laughs> and it's, it's Thirsty true. Thursday. This it's Thirsty has, Thursday. It, I, yeah. Mm. Thursday. Mm. Wow. It sounds like you're out on the porch enjoying life. I am. I am. Yes, there's, indeed. There's crickets out in the great north? I can hear some, yeah. Can you hear them? <laughs> oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. This is a really sensitive headset thing I've got going on. I thought it was uh, this is this is uh some straight out of the box no fancy frills thing and wow, it really does pick up a lot for the sensitive so, man. Yeah. <laughs> for the man with great senses. Yeah, no we are uh we've been we've been this this week we've been uh sort of house sitting for uh for my uh, sister-in-law and her husband. You blown so, up the uh, toilet yet? <laughs> Strangely, to be honest with you, it's you know we've been we've been it's been a weird it's been kind of weird because uh, my youngest is actually up here visiting with her boyfriend and uh, and her beautiful baby bump, which I'm going to tell you she's the cutest thing, man. Honestly, my daughter with this little baby belly. Oh my god, Jeremy. <laughs> She's just too much. She's too much, and she's not afraid. She's not afraid to show it off. You know, she wears these little dresses with her little baby bump. It's not like she's trying to hide anything. I'm like, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, uh, yeah, they've been up here visiting from from Va Beach, mm-hmm. and uh, so my uh, my sister in law and her husband uh, they got a they got a pretty sweet setup out back. You know, they've got the they got this big old deck area and uh, an above ground pool, but the deck goes all the way around it and like a screened in, like a screen room uh, that's yeah. on that's on the deck and everything. So it's beautiful weather today. I'm telling you, it's like I think it's been maybe 74. Sun's been out all day. There's been a nice breeze blowing. It's you can tell. You, it's kind of crazy to say, but I will. You know, I for years and years I really thought that August was. Or I thought, yeah, I thought that August was the hottest month of the year up here. And when we first moved back, I made some remark to that, you know, in that regard to my sister-in-law. And she was like, that's not true. I was like, what are you talking about? I mean, August is always the hottest month. She's like, no, it's not. It's July. And she's right. She's right for sure. I mean, all of July here was, was pretty hot. And you can already tell uh, a shift in the, I mean, we still get some hot days, don't get me wrong, but there's a general sort of shift in the weather. You can tell when you get up in the morning. I had the, all this past, all this week, I've been getting up in the morning to head out to work, and it's like 53, 54 degrees out. Yep, that's, 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 that's like Chicago. Yeah. I remember when, when I first moved to the, the uh, Ch- Chicago to, land area. To, to the to Chai Town? Yeah. To the, uh, to the Windy City? We got there in July, mm-hmm. and it wasn't very hot. I was like, oh, this is great. Yeah. And then it started to get like what you're talking about in, in late August. And I, yeah. 
I was like, oh my God. And April was like, what? I was like, it never got over 90. Yeah. And, 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 uh, like what you're saying, like we, we would sleep with our windows up at night. Sure. Like we wouldn't have to have the air on or nothing. Yep. Um, now the, the, that's, that's the take. The give <laughs> is that, okay. you know, once, once it snows, that snow, that first snow stays on the ground until the, the following March. So, oh yeah. <laughs> but, well, but I the mean, summers were great in Chicago. Um, yeah. I was like, Oh, this is, this is awesome. I mean, you do get, you do get, you know, the humidity and all that sort of thing. I mean, you get the, you get the heat in July, uh, and it get you know it's it's still kind of muggy, still kind of muggy in the uh, in the uh, you know even now uh, certain days, especially if there's been a lot of rain. But uh, it, the big thing to me is just the mornings. It's the mornings. I mean, yeah, you, see, we're, uh, we're not there yet. It's still humid and like eighty degrees in the morning here. Oh, I know. And it's Virginia, like uh... it's brutal, dude. <laughs> I mean, when when. I, as you well know, obviously, when I was still teaching down there in Virginia Beach and having to go out first thing in the morning, mm. oh my goodness, man! I mean, as soon you actually you actually preferred to get out there as early as you possibly could just to beat the sun. I mean, it was already humid as hell, and you were sweating bullets getting around, marching around, and everything. But man, like as soon as that sun would would come over the horizon and start beating down, you're like, dude, it's only like eight in the morning. <laughs> oh my god, I would come in and just it, it'd be like eight thirty, nine o'clock. I'd be drenched, drenched in sweat. Like, oh my god. So, yeah. so back to the first question, uh, mm. like because like I remember being at boot camp, and there are dudes in boot camp that never poop because it was a weird place. What? Yeah. No, 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 no. I mean, and well, that's I was going to say we've been house sitting, but uh, with my youngest, she's been staying over at our place and we've been staying here. And strangely, I mean, we really I feel like we've barely spent any time here at, at the house. I mean, we're we're here, but it's almost like, you know, as, as soon as I get out of work, I'm going over to our place because that's where they're at. And then we're sort of making our way eventually at some point in the evening coming back here. Uh, but it's really more so about um, just uh, keeping an eye on the place. I mean, they do have a bunch of stuff that, with the pool. I, have you guys ever lived in a place with a pool? Uh, no. no. But, I mean, my parents have a pool at their house. Oh, so, you, so, you, so you know. I mean, it's, it's a lot of work. I mean, you really do, especially where where they have the pool situated here. There's a huge pine tree that is uh, right that is uh, is right next to the deck, and it's awesome for shade. It really is because on those really hot July days, that the sun will shift and it'll get behind that tree, and the the pool will be nice and and shaded. And you could get in. You're not just sitting there broiling. Uh, but the other day we had, uh, we had a storm that blew through here and I'm telling you, man, it was just in the morning that this storm came through. And by the time afternoon rolled around, it cleared up. But by the time I got back here in the afternoon after work, I was like, oh my God, that the pool was just full, just full of pine needles and just debris that had blown in there. I knew it too. As soon as that storm blew through in the morning, I was like, "Oh God, here we go, dude! It's gonna be a mess." I had to, he has they have like the one of those little submergible pool vacuum things. Yeah, and I mean, I had to run. It runs on like a two-hour cycle. I had to run it twice because so much of the stuff that had blown in the pool just you know it sinks to the bottom. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So it, it, it's stuff like that, you know. What you know, keeping an eye on the pool, cleaning it up. They have a gar- that's what you want to do. Cause like my, my growing up, I would go and my uncle had a pool and you know, I would, me and my brother would go and, and he'd pay us for cleaning it up. Right. Sure. But we, we would, we would have the little vacuum thing and then, you know, have the, the skimmer. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, to pick up everything on the top. We would just push everything. We learned push everything down to the bottom and the, the little, the thing will pick it up. Well, the there you go. Yeah. I mean, this thing like, is, this thing they have is, 
pretty it's it's high tech man because it's you're used to the 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 pool vacs and i know this is like such an interesting topic to be discussing right now on our program (laughs) hey it's a show about nothing man (laughs) it's a show about nothing where it's exactly what we're talking about (laughs) this is what the (laughs) non-qualified exactly this is what the (laughs) this is what the layman discuss no because you know what there's somebody maybe one person like listening like yeah i used to do that or yeah Mm -hmm. i know what they're talking about no it's true i mean you remember what the what the old vacuums used to be like that had like a hose and all this crazy stuff and i mean this thing that they have has a power cable that runs to this little this little control box that just has one button to push on the top to turn it on and it has this one hose not even a hose it's like a cable uh, that runs down to the vac itself, and it has a little trap inside of it. So everything that it's sucking out of the bottom of the pool, it collects in this little, tr- this little, for better. But it's, little... it's manual. You actually control the vacuum. No, no, it just roams. Okay, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. It just roams and around there, you that's, know. And... That's yeah. That's what he had. He had this thing where it had this little like snake looking thing that would follow behind it. Right. And that was just to get the stuff off the ground and up. So the vacuum could suck it up. Yeah. I mean, like I say, it's you, you, and it's, it's crazy. Like I say, after we had that, that storm the other day and I ran this through twice, I mean, I went and had to pull the, the trap thing out of it. And of course it's just chock full of all this stuff. But uh, it actually works really, really well. But it's, you know, we're, we're, it's all that sort of thing. They've got a, my sister-in-law has like a small garden here. And so, of course, it's like, okay, well, water, you know, if it's, if we don't get any rain, then, you know, water for like 15 minutes. And, uh, and she's telling us, you know, check it out if there's anything that's in there that needs to get picked. She didn't do, uh, she didn't do a lot of stuff this year with her garden. They spend a lot of time up at their camp uh, up in the mountains on the weekends. Uh, so I think she may have decided she didn't want to get crazy with the, with the garden. But I think they are, I think this year she just did uh, zucchini and cucumbers and like those small, uh, like those cherry tomatoes. Oh yeah, those are those are fairly easy things to grow. Right. Yeah. I mean, you just water them and they do their own thing. Uh, so, and she's got a she's got probably a half a dozen of these huge sunflowers. I mean, these things are they've got to be ten feet tall at least. They're massive, uh, and they grow really quick. I do remember it was not that long ago that I remember seeing them, and they were maybe five or six feet tall. And all of a sudden, I look out there the other day, and I'm like, good grief, dude. Those things are freaking huge. Yeah, they get big. Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of cool. And, and, you know, like, uh, they don't have people that come out and, like, a pool person. mm -mm. They do it all themselves. They manage all that stuff themselves. I mean, they, we had to get the, uh, we had to get the tutorial before they left. So, they talked to us about, okay, well, you know, use this, and. Uh, here, this is where the chlorine tablets are. And then there's this other stuff that you, if it starts to get sort of cloudy or it starts turning green, then take this bag of stuff and throw it out there and the pump will push it all over the pool. That kind of thing. Yeah. And if, <clears throat> if it, if it looks this way, just pee in it. Yeah. I got right. it. <laughs> yeah. That's... Remember to put the chemical in there that turns blue. If anyone pees in it, I mean, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I was. I was talking with my youngest son because uh, was it two weeks ago? He just said, "I'm going to start a business." Oh, okay. And he's 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 eleven, right? And then so I was like, "Okay, what are you going to do?" And so I went to work. I come home, and he's got. He says, "I'm going to start pimping. I'm going to start pimping, pimping them hoes." You know what I mean? Yeah, pimping hoes. He said. uh, He goes, "Well, uh, did you see my sign outside?" He's like, "I saw something, but I didn't. You know, I was driving." And and so I went out there and it was like, uh, Pokemon advice. What five dollars an hour? That is awesome. And I was like, uh, <laughs> I was like, well, it's kind of a neat business, you know, like absolutely. Um, 
Absolutely. He was like, I was like, so have you, have you got anybody? He's like, no, but you know, that's, that's why we have signs, right? So we, maybe someone will read it and they need that, that advice. That's, that's what marketing is for. That's right. He, he's marketing. <laughs> well, so just didn't, didn't happen. Right. Uh, so he's, he's been thinking of other businesses and then, uh, part of his chores is when, you know, my oldest will mow the backyard. He's, okay. he's certified to handle powered equipment. Yes. And so Mateo will go clean up the poop. Okay. Right. It's a job um, that has to be done. It has to be done. But you know what? He does. It doesn't bother him. It's like, you know, I, I said, uh, you know how many people don't want to do that? And I, and we get on our neighborhood Facebook page, like, yeah. can someone come pick up poop in our yard? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. Um, and I'm like, dude, there's opportunity here. Guess go what? Around, he, is he, he got a hit. Neighborhood? He got a hit. Dude, so, there you go. And, and uh, he, he does it once a week. He gets $10 a week. Hey. I from know. One, from one place? Yeah. Dude, that's <laughs> awesome. So on the way home, because I took him, right? Uh, on the way home, I talked to him about this stuff. I was like, hey, let's let's talk about uh, the different ways you can earn money and like you can do what you do, which you just say, I'll do a flat fee for how much. And then that's how much your time is worth. And right. it, for this one backyard, it took him 20 minutes. And I said, or you can work for like $10 an hour for eight hours a day, right? For five days. So that's like $400. Uh, I go, but let's think about this. Let's say that you got, uh, three yards in one hour. You just made uh, you make thirty bucks an hour. Thirty bucks an hour, right? That's exactly. That's <laughs> the, that's like, the way you got to put it across. You're like, do you realize how many people, how few people make thirty dollars an hour? People at McDonald's aren't making thirty dollars an no. hour. Well, and, and that was my whole point to him. Is like, so you're you did you just completed a job that a lot of people don't want to do because they think it's gross. Right. Um, or they just don't want their time. Right. Dude, you should, you should, you should, ha- you should watch some episodes of Dirty Jobs with him. Yeah. Well, seriously. We, we talked about, I, I was like, what are some other jobs? He's like, plumbers. I'm like, yeah, what do plumbers yep. do? I'm like, but guess what? You need a plumber. Yep. Everybody needs a plumber because, mm-hmm. you know, people don't know how to do that or don't want to get dirty. Yeah. And I'm Dude, like, my, 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 my nephew, Cameron, is actually starting to get into that. Uh, my brother knows a guy that's uh, a He plumber. knows a guy. He knows a guy who knows a guy um, who's a plumber. And he was like, yeah, I mean, if Cameron's interested in giving it a whirl, I'll, you know, I'll take him under my wing sort of as an apprentice, you know. And, and of course, it's one of those things uh, where if you're really going to try to get licensed, I mean, they have the whole like journeyman yeah. kind of thing, whatever you work. Right. You work your way up. But it is, dude, you you hit the nail on the head. I mean, that is a, the perfect example of a job that, first of all, despite what a lot of people may think, really does require knowledge and and skill. Uh, well, most, it, it, you, it's something you don't think about. You don't think about like, well, okay, what are all the things that are necessary in order for me to turn on the tap in my kitchen and have the water come out? Right. Well, and there's there's different levels of plumbing. Because right, exactly. Most of the time you're calling somebody because, you know, something's stuck or whatever. But then there's the whole actual science yeah. behind it. You know, it's it's kind of like being a doctor and and you're a pharmacist, right? Right. Uh if you're really doing the pharmacist work, you're you're mixing the the stuff together making you know cough syrup or whatever right but most of the time it's just counting pills and certify like your signature bears like the you know uh like you you're not going to kill somebody and it's on you or you know or the other thing that again i mean if you wanted to get into something like plumbing you know something else that you can do aside from going out and just unclogging people's toilets or, you know, emptying septic systems or whatever is these guys who are contractors who actually install plumbing. Yeah. Uh, People are building houses. Somebody has got to get in there and they've got to, you know, you have the people come in and they've got to 
set up the leech field and the septic tank and then get in the house and run all the pipes. And I mean, like you say, I mean, that's, and that, that's something that you got to get out there. You, I mean, you don't go to school for this. This is something where you go out with a professional who already knows what they're doing and they're showing you the ropes until you know exactly what you're doing and you could potentially go out there. And those dudes, we, we, we've probably talked about this before on the show, but it really is over the past it's amazing to me what has happened with public education in the past, I would say, 20 years, especially. Uh, there has been such a focus on having to go to college. And we actually, we have talked about this on the show before, before because I had talked on the show about uh, Vogue 10 here in my hometown when we were kids in high school and you had the kids who went to Vogue and everybody thought they were you know, stupid or something. Yeah. And they were actually going and learning something that would make them money right out the door. No, they graduated no, and no, no debt and no debt. I mean, and, and the thing is that so there was, there was, there has been such a focus on, I mean, you have to go to college. Well, you have to go to college. And because there's been this drain of people who are qualified and skilled enough to get out there and actually work within the trades that these guys who are actually doing it are making more money now than they ever have. Yeah, they have to turn they have to turn business away. They do because there aren't enough people out there to do it. It's like, well, uh, I only got so many hours in my day. I think one of the hard things about doing that kind of thing too is that you really it is a job like you're talking about with plumbing in particular, uh, but even as an electrician or something, it really is a job where you, you're sort of on call. Because yep. people are going to call you in the middle of the night when their toilet blew up or the lights went out for whatever reason, and they need somebody to come in and fix their stuff. Right. Well, and then and then it's the see this this is where you get into the business side. It's like you can be that on call person, right? But you can say if, if I were an electrician, right, and somebody calls me and their power went out, and I go there. And there's something that, you know, need a part or something I don't have with me. You know what I'm bringing? I'm bringing a generator with me. I'm like, hey, look, this is going to take, you know, it's the middle of the night. It's going to take some time to get this. I brought this generator so then you can plug in all this, 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 and this until I can get the part. So this right. is how, you know what I mean? Like, sure. that's, that's customers, but not a lot well, of it is. do that. But no. I would but I mean, totally do that. Like, here oh, you go. Yeah. But I think the thing is, is that even if you're not doing that, the obvious payback, literally, of being on call is that, I mean, you know how this works, man. If, oh, it's, yeah. if it's two in the morning and you're calling a freaking plumber, you are going to pay. Yep. You're not going to pay their regular rate. I mean, you're paying the on-call rate, which is probably something obscene. But, I mean, do you want to pay that or do you want shit all over your floor? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're going to pay. One way or the other, that's what's what, going to happen. We were talking uh, that one of my friends is, you know, working on lawnmowers. Yeah. Let's think about this. Mm -hmm. You know, mo at most, what's a two-stroke motor, you know, ver very, very simple motor. Right. Sure. Uh, but a lot of people don't have the tools or the skills to work on them. Well, Absolutely. Your, your thing is this. Hey, look. You know, basically, you're paying me $20 an hour to fix this thing, or you can pay, uh, and I can have this fixed, you know, in, in about an hour or right. two. Yep. Or or you can go buy another one for sure. 200 bucks. Yep. Well, I see this every day. It was, I do, <laughs> I do, there I, you I, go. I do have to tell you, it's kind of funny because I was at the shop the other day. I was at work, and uh, my, uh, my, my coworker, Jesse, uh, my my brother in law's son. Uh, he, he, he's yeah. There you go. He's 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 thirty years old. This dude is crazy when it comes to these these motors and stuff for these boats. I mean he he gets in this stuff and he's just like he's like a ninja with it. But he's been doing it for years. Uh, and he actually asked me the other day because I I don't know how the 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 topic of the the podcast came up, but he was like, "Do you ever talk about?" Have you ever talk about this place on your podcast? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, 
I've talked about this place before. <laughs> Is there any, anything we need to be worried about? Or? Uh, no, no. He's so, well, I mean, have you talked about like people in here? Well, I just talked about him. So there you go, Jesse. That's my shout out to you because I just brought you up. But it, I, I actually was talking. To, I said, yeah, I think I said, I think on the show, I've talked about my coworker, Ray, who's the guy that's from Lithuania. Yeah. Who works in there. And Ray is a trip, man, you know. But uh, my whole point is, is that you see what you're talking about with these trades. I'm working in that place right now. Uh, you see these people who they're bringing their boat in because they're calling the shop and saying, um, well, I'm ha- it's, like, it's like with your car. It's, it's, it's basically the same thing. You're, you're in your car. You're getting some little alarm thing going off. What the hell does that mean? Check engine, blah, blah, blah. What are you going to do? Unless you're a mechanic who knows what the hell you're doing, especially like we've talked about before, when the car, now you open the hood and it's a freaking computer in there and you're like, yeah, I don't even know what I'm looking at. Or has the tools. Or Or has has the the tools. tools. Seriously, because these guys I work with, man, like some of them, in the words of Jeff, Jeff Spicoli, some of these dudes had the most righteous set of tools, dude. My dad's a TV repairman. <laughs> He's a TV repairman. He can He's fix got it. the ultimate set of tools. You're crazy, Spicoli. Your dad can't fix this. <laughs> he can, or is he, he going to shit or is he going to... Is he going to shit or is he going to kill us? He's going to shit, then he's going to kill us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Your, your, your dad can't fix this. He can fix it. <laughs> Oh my god, that movie just never gets old. But it's true, man. Somebody, I mean, that dude Ray, uh, he's got this tool chest, man. And he, you know, he co- he comes from Eastern Europe, and he's got some tools, dude. And we're talking simple stuff like screwdrivers and things. That I'm just, I'm like, Ray, this this screwdriver is an artifact, man. Like, did you? Who did you get? The, and he'll be like, Oh, I got that from my grandfather. Like these are screw these are tools that are like eighty years old or so. At least they look that way. These things are like handcrafted. They're like they've been wrought. <laughs> they've been wrought with like wooden handles and all this stuff. I'm like, dang, dude, that's crazy. And he's just got this whole chest full of all this stuff. Like you need it, he has it. Oh no, no, just go check in the look in the right hand side. Go to the third drawer down and grab the thing. You're like, okay, he's got whatever. Um, and he's kind of old school. He, he doesn't have a lot of power stuff. A lot of these younger dudes have like power screwdrivers. And all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Dude, he's got like no. You're using a ratchet. Like that's what we're using. We're you just freaking using the ratchet. Like wow, okay. Um, but it's just like I say. My point being that people bring their stuff, and I think there was somebody who was, like we had a guy brings the boat in. Because he thinks there's something wrong with the starter. Okay. He thinks there's something wrong with the starter. Uh, but he brings the boat in and the boat doesn't have a battery in it. Hmm. Let, let, let that sink in. Wow. <laughs> You're like, but you know what, dude? You're paying either way. They should have dick. They could have dick mode. Oh my God. I know. <laughs> Should have detected. You should have I've detected isolated. There's a problem. <laughs> there's a problem. Isolate. But again, this is what we're talking about. I mean, most most people who own a boat, if they turn the key and it doesn't do anything, they're like, I don't know. I mean, you would think that you would. I mean, you're not going. Uh, we'll put it. Let's, just let's let's be honest. How many? Let's people be do honest. You think <laughs> where, let, like, yeah. what we'll, we'll, would know where the battery is in their boat? Well, yeah, and to be honest with you, most people have to. Because with most boats, you have to actually turn the battery on in order to get the boat going. Which is a switch. It's Yeah, it's like a switch. So, but where know. is it located? That's what I'm saying. It's like, usually located somewhere near the battery, to be honest. It's usually somewhere where it's like a dial. Because some boats will have one battery, some will have two. And there's usually a dial. It's like a red dial that is somewhere near the batteries yeah. where you would turn. You know, some don't. I'll give you that. Some don't have that. Uh, they just have a battery without a switch. But you would assume th- this oh. would be like this would be assume like assume away. Oh, assume <laughs> away! It makes an ass out of you and me. Uh, 
Have you, you would you really you got in your car and just turned the key and it doesn't do anything and I'm gonna be like, well, I'm going in the fucking garage. I'm, <laughs> I'm taking this to the mechanic. I know that for me, and I'm not all that. You know, we're just guys who know nothing about anything, talk about everything. But I do know that if I turned my key and nothing happened, at some point I probably would pop the hood. And if there wasn't a battery in that, you know, you would have said the first thing in your mouth would have said, it must be the battery. That's what I'm saying. It's the battery. (laughs) Not not even go pop the hood. No, 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 no. The battery. Exactly. It's the first thing out of first thing comes to my mind is the battery's dead. That's exactly what I would think. And then I'd be like, okay, well, I got to jump this thing somehow, which would cause me to obviously open the hood upon which I would realize, where did my battery go? Can you imagine that? Though, though the way that they have the newer cars set up now, uh, and don't they even put know where all it this, is because it's like covered up on it's, it's buried like or they, something. They have some kind of weird like electrical post thing that's on top yes. of it. It's like really, yep. I know uh, it's crazy because when you have to change your own battery, like on my, I had to do that on my wife's uh, suburban, and you have to, you have to. Oh my god, dude. There's this, and it's for safety, so I'm not complaining about it. About the 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 rod, there's like right. a an engine rod right on both mm-hmm. sides that protects it from crumpling. You have to remove that first. Oh, okay. And then you have there's this intricate like thing that sits on top of the battery. It's all these different like wires that come from the battery to power. I don't even fucking know. I'm you know, like. Well, so yeah, because the, 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 the battery, the wires from the battery are going to run to, I mean, it's going to run to a distributor. Right. But but this is a newer thing compared to old. Uh, just, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so then you have to remove that. And that takes, that's why when you go in and you have to, if you don't change it on your own, they charge you for a minimum oh, two hours hell yeah, to change dude. the fucking battery. Yeah. Because it takes them an hour to get to it. <laughs> and and I used to, you know, I had a Camaro. I had to change it. It's right there. Bitch and Camaro, bitch and Camaro. I yeah. ran over my neighbor. But I would just take <laughs> take the take the leads off, pull it out, put the new one in, put the leads on. It's done. No, you can't do that on newer cars now. Not no, even no, no. on my on my Dodge. You can't do that. No, no. It's I like I say. It's it it's crazy, man. I'm waiting for the day. Because I, uh, there's got to be, uh, we we do have a car that talks to us. The the expedition talks to you, but it'll only talk to you on command. Mm. It's one of those things where you like you have to push the button. Or you something. want Night Rider? That's what I'm saying. We're going to get to a point where it's going to do that. Oh, you because... obviously will. You'll obviously get to a point where you'll get in the car and it will be like, "Good morning, Jeremy." I mean, that's what's going to happen. Well, and you'll I be mean, like, yeah. and you'll name it just like Siri, you name. I don't... If you if you have like like I have Apple CarPlay. I mean, Siri's hooked up to it, so I can talk to Siri all day. No, I know, but I'm saying like it will it will interact with you without you initiating yeah. communication. I mean, now, like I say, like with the expedition, they could do it now. They could. Do oh, it they. Well, that's what I'm saying, and I'm sure there probably is a car that does this. There's probably some of these insane vehicles out there that like. Like I say, you get in and, you know. I loved, uh, I loved Waze app when they were doing the celebrity uh, voices for the, for the directions. Oh, really? Yeah. They had, <laughs> dude, they had Mr. T. Did they have James Earl Jones? No, but they, they, oh. they had Mr. T. They had Morgan Freeman. Did they have Mr. T? Yes. Did he call you sucker? Uh, that would have been awesome. There's probably videos out. There's probably videos out there, dude. There's got, like that, that would be the bomb if you had Mr. T. You missed your like, turn, sucker. Be... <laughs> I pity the fool. I pity the fool who missed that left turn. Slow down. Slow down. I pity. Slow I pity down. the fool. I pity the fool who don't slow down in construction area. <laughs> construction area. Construction area ahead. Slow down. <laughs> slow down. Mm. Mm. <laughs> More gas. Speed up. <laughs> oh, my oh my god, dude, that'd be freaking awesome. 
but oh, but my Lord. and and it's a it's a good thing for them is that they only keep them on there for a certain amount of time and then they go off so like oh, you know okay but like yeah. James Earl Jones would be awesome dude it would it would be too it would be it would be like having Darth Vader you know have have like can you imagine if they actually had Darth Vader with like the like, the, the respirator and everything I would I would have him I would have him speak in metric Make Speaking. a left turn. Make a left turn. Make a left five turn. kilometers. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it would be awesome if you could actually have him, but the but the Darth Vader voice. So like you'd get in your car, like if it was the whole thing where your car car talked to you, like you get in your car, you'd shut the door, and you just hear. Uh, <laughs> where. Well, we go. I'm here to where, do thy bidding. Where, where are we going today? It would be, no, it would be, the greeting would be, and where have you been? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, dude, it, it would, if they had a Siri that was like that, it was like, hey, uh, call, my sister's name is Annette. I was like, call Annette, your sister. <laughs> <laughs> And you also have a brother. A brother. <laughs> or it's like this. Uh, uh, hey, uh, hey, 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 James, call, call my dad. I'm your father. No, no, seriously, call my dad. I'm your father. <laughs> okay, great. Dude, you, you could go on for you could go on for like decades, man. Like if it just even if it just had even if it didn't be, if it was like if it just played little sound bites. There's, yeah. there's so many of them that would be awesome in like any situation. Oh my god, that would be just um, too funny. Today I was in a I was in a, a phone call, uh, and you know you're supposed to say when they when they when when you beep in you're supposed to say your name and stuff. And I was like Red Five standing by. No way. <laughs> yes. No way. <laughs> Dude, you know you know what was. Freaking hilarious! One person laughed after like out of twenty. I was like, "Are you serious? Are you serious?" Oh my god, that's ridiculous. That was like that was like my buddy Adam, (laughs) Adam Pezdek. Man, this guy he's he's the bomb. He's great guy. Uh, (laughs) We're we're active duty Marines, dude. Working at the band hall, we're command element guys. He's a gunnery sergeant. The phone rings and he answers the phone and he's like, Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? <laughs> I'm like, dude, you want to see some head snap? You want to see some head snap? He answers the phone like that. Everybody's like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? <laughs> Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite <laughs> He didn't color? give shit. He did, he's just like, what's going to happen? You know, what's going to happen? Somebody's going to be like, uh... You know that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. You answer the phone like that. Uh, is this? Uh, I'm trying to reach the band hall. This is Major So and So. Oh yes, sir. This is the band. You you know they're going to get over that very quickly. If they don't get over that very quickly, then somebody's got a problem. Somebody's got a problem. Oh. Yeah. I mean, the worst things can happen over the phone. You know, like. Uh, I don't know, some officer hearing the duty NCO over, you know, in the background talking about how the guy on the phone is a fucking asshole. Yeah, that's not a good day. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's not a good day. Yeah. What, what, what did you, what did that, what did that guy in the background just say? Um, the, uh, you're going to fix that, right, guns? Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, who was, who was that, who would say that to him? Oh, no, it was honestly, it was, uh, I remember one time being in San Diego and there was the duty NCO, who is the guy who, for folks who are in the military, whatever, just sort of, he's the guy who sits inside the front door. And when people come in the building, he checks the people's IDs if they're not with the unit and blah, 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 whatever. He answers the phone. People call looking for somebody. He'll direct their phone calls, stuff like that. He'll... He keeps a logbook, so he keeps track of like, okay, who's coming and going through the, you know, in and out of the building and all that. So it's sort of like a security guy. Um, 
that's probably the most accurate depiction of him or description. He's, he's the immediate security person for the building, but he'll answer the phone. And we had, I can't Not armed. No. Well, it depends on where you are. Uh, but typically not armed because I mean, you're on post. I just you're know on, that you're on. some of the, the Marines that we taught, they post pictures of them being on duty and it's like, it's, it's like, it's a fun thing. Well, I don't know about fun, but. And you have to actually act as like the officer of the day, which is sort of like, you're not just in order for the band. You know, you're you, like your immediate unit. You're now in charge of say the entire battalion, which is a lot of people. And they're not in your unit and they get into really stupid shit. You have to, <clears throat> now you have to deal with it. That kind of thing will make for a very, very, very long night. Um, especially if it's something that involves people being drunk, which happens uh. way, way too often. Freaking alcohol-related incidents and people getting in trouble and you're like, oh my God. Uh, but anyway, we have this guy who's uh the duty NCO at the band hall and god I wish I could remember this kid's name. Uh can't remember what it was. He was a good kid. And it was just one of those moments where you know he answers the phone. The guy on the other end was sort of being a dickhead. And uh he was asked I don't even know what he was saying, but he was kind of being a jerk. And he's asking for the the bandmaster, the senior enlisted guy. And I think it was my buddy Travis who comes out because he's the senior enlisted in the band at the time, comes out. He takes the phone from this kid. And as he's handing the phone to Travis, he makes some remark to somebody who's standing there about the fact that the guy who's on the other end of the line is some fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> And he, and he was an officer, and he heard that shit when Travis got the phone. You know, the guy on the other line, the guy on the other end of the line, is like, uh, "So, who is that who just uh, handed the phone to you?" Because uh, you know, and of course, if you go, you know, I, if, like I say, it's one of those moments where all of a sudden it's like, uh, "You're going to take care of that, right, Top?" Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I'll take care of it. You know, like yeah. he gets off the phone and he's looking at this kid like, "Dude, what the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> What are you doing? You're handing me the telephone. This dude's right there. And you start saying something like, like, that's just one of those moments. Like I said, he was a good kid. It just so happened. It was one of those like, dude, you just open foot or open mouth, insert foot. It was one of those situations. But yeah, good times. Good times. Good. Yeah. Well, red seven, mm. red seven, red. Yeah, five. exactly. Yep. But in the L, yep. what's your favorite color? <laughs> Oh my goodness! So yeah, I I did send out the text message of destiny. Did you? Are, you, are we? We're in waiting. We're we're in waiting right now. Mm, okay. Well, I was uh, actually looking up. Uh, I was actually just looking up because I do believe I do believe that the uh, Boston Bruins are moving on they, to. Yes, yes they, did. they did. Yeah. Hey, they, here's, here's uh, the question. They, they, Are there unwritten yes. rules in hockey? No. Well, I won't say that. That would be foolish for me to say that. Yeah, you, I mean, that was your gut. Obviously, there's unwritten I mean, well, no. I mean, are there unwritten rules in hockey? Uh, well, I don't, I, I don't know. About it's running up to score, you know. No, you know, no, no, no. Because baseball no, has no. unwritten this rules. Is a, this is a, this is... I know. I saw that story too about the that kid freaking from the Padres who hit the. They were up ten three, and he hit the grand slam, and the other team got ass hurt. That doesn't happen in hockey. I mean, hockey is a game where there's literally a rule where they there's a rule that refers to players going to fisticuffs. In case folks in the audience are not aware of that, that's actually a rule in that's hockey. a position. A goon. That's it's it's a. It's it's not a position. It's a moment in the no, game. No, but but it's you an, have it's a an goon, action. You have a goon. That's that's their job. Well, if you want to call it an unwritten rule, then I guess that that would be one they of them. They protect the star. So, like, 
you know, Gretzky had a protector on the ice at all times. If someone was roughing him up, then the goon would come in and like. I don't even think that it's so much about protecting a. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that the goon thing is necessarily about protecting a player. The goon thing has always been, at least in my mind, has always been someone that you send into the game with the intent of wreaking havoc. Dis- yes, of disrupting the game. The game is you're you're on the team where the you're on the team where the game's not going well. So here's a means for you to put this person on the ice who you know is going to go out there and lay dirty hits on people is going to play dirty with the intent of rattling the team that's ahead and hopefully being able to take advantage of you know disrupting their flow of the game and t- you know and and try to get on top of it and turn things around. Like I mean, longer. Promise. Yes. Notorious game. Dude, there's, there's, there's yeah. so many of, yeah, so many of them. I mean, uh, but I, I guess, it, I mean, like I say, I think if maybe in a sense you've answered your own question. I mean, if it, is that an unwritten rule? I, I guess. I mean, that's, that's not something that you necessarily are expect, like expected to do. Because, because there's, but some teams do very, it. Some, like in the elder days, in the days of Elgar, yeah. Um, <laughs> in the days before helmets, yeah. no, they would they would just like, all right, stick down, gloves off, let's fight. You know what I mean? They would they oh, just yeah. square off, yep. and then the referee yep. is just like, all right, let's just make sure it doesn't we'll get too out of hand. Watch. Yep. I'm, I, I and then, and okay, here's another. I guess here's another unwritten rule for you. Uh, and I think that this is just the, the, the officials who, who observed this is once players start fighting, you let them fight because even today you're not going to watch if two guys on the ice go to go at it and they, and, and I will put it to you, you know, going to quote unquote fisticuffs in hockey used to be a lot worse than it is now. I think, yeah, because just what I said, there was there was a time when these guys were not wearing helmets. They were computer not generated face, uh, face shields and all this stuff. It was like you, it was you, and you. Th- if you're going to throw those gloves off, this now has become bare knuckle fighting. Which, if anybody out there has actually watched bare knuckle fighting before, it's brutal. Um, so. Hence why you see, I mean, that in addition to a whole litany of other things is the reasons why you see professional hockey players who have like half their teeth. Um, but I mean, like I say, it's the, the officials even now, though, when these players will start to go at it, the officials aren't going to just jump in. Nope. When, when, when do that, when do they, when do they make an attempt to intervene when, when the, when the players are going to, when, goes? when it's obviously one-sided and it's done, like when the players go to the ice. Oh yeah. Cause then, then yeah. Cause, cause then skate, if their skates get involved. Yep. Yeah. Right. They're, well, they're just, now it's a situation that you can kind of, once the players go to the ice, typically now they're sort of wrestling instead of throwing punches at each other. And it's easier for the officials to get in there and just jump on top of them and stop what's happening. I mean, if you're an official, I'm not going to jump in there when these dudes are just hauling off and pounding. Yeah, because you're going to get hit. You're going to get hit. You're just like, well, okay, fuck it. Go ahead and beat the piss well, out of each other. They're going to go to the and, ice eventually. And by the way, my my YouTube Thursday is there's this guy, it's Jamboy, who will go over like sports things like and he went over the last one he went over was the Fernando Tatis Jr. Grand Slam because my team is the Rangers. Right. And it, how do you feel about that? Uh, I know you're a Rangers no, fan. No, uh, I know you're a Rangers fan, but I'm just wondering. I, I think that that's that's the that's the dumbest unwritten rule. Because and I agree with Jamboy because when the guy so the guy Fernando Tatis had just tied with that home run Mike Trout, who is the the best, the greatest living baseball player we have right now. Right. Sure. And yep. and he had just tied Trout with the number of home runs. I think he's got twelve now. 
Um, right. And and he's all like, yeah. And then as, as soon as he gets in the dugout, they're like shaking their heads like you shouldn't have done that. You didn't read. The... And so then he was celebrate. He went from celebratory to he like somebody had stolen his fucking he's, he's been admonished. Yeah. Yeah, he's been he's been admonished even now. even and it's ridiculous. The, the manager was like was just looking at him like, no, I'm not celebrating this because he knew him. That is ridiculous. So, so then in the press conference, they they're they're talking to the manager of the Texas Rangers, and he's like, well, you know, baseball has a lot of unwritten rules, and uh, you know, uh, when you're up by that many, you know, what's the point? You basically what yeah. what he was saying. And, no. and so then later on in the same fucking interview, they're like, well, so were you guys still trying to come back? Oh, yeah, we're still trying to come back. Okay, well, wait a second. It's, you can't have it's that the both It's the seventh days, inning. Dude. You're down by seven, and you're still trying, but then you're expecting this dude, you know, to That not... the other team's going to lay down. Yeah. But no. here – but. Dude, that's just jam yeah. boys. This you've heard the you've heard the same you and again I'm gonna play Homer here. You've heard the same kind of complaint made or or directed towards the Patriots in the past twenty years. I mean, how many times have you seen the Patriots get you know putting a whooping on somebody and freaking Bill Belichick is like, I'm gonna keep putting my first string yeah, players out. I'm not there. taking my foot off the gas. We're getting yeah, like we're playing football here. Like I'm not just gonna all of a sudden be like, eh, maybe you guys would hang better with my second, well, you know, but, my my second string guys. But like there is, but and I get, in boxing, though, get, you have that point where the guys like you got to call the fight. And unfortunately, not not well, not a lot and, of other sports have that. Uh, no, and that's true. I mean, well, and it, I mean, at least in boxing, it they do afford you, they do afford you the opportunity to be able to say no mas. Yeah. But, but you I, know, was in, I mean, so, so then they interviewed Tatis and he's like, yeah, you know, I didn't see the sign. He apologized, he apologized for hitting a fucking grand slam. <laughs> That's insane. That is insane. Especially one that is as, as momentous as, as that is to him as a yeah, player. He's, he's you to put him in a position player. where he's saying, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's a second year player. Yeah. He's, a he's 21, yeah. dude. He was a rookie last year. He could barely year. buy beer. <laughs> He could barely buy beer and he's playing like that. And you're going to make this kid get up and be like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You hit a grand slam. What? That's I'm sorry. I ruined your Black Panther party. <laughs> I'm sorry. I ruined you. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm sorry. I ruined your Black Panther But it was, I love, I love the commentary that John Boy uh, does. Cause he did one, you know, Don Maddenly is one of my all time favorite, uh, baseball players and right. he got into a tirade about balls and strikes and of course once they throw him out for you know he they, he got thrown out then he goes and talks to the umpire dude laid on t- like at least a baker's dozen f-bombs and oh which, wow during a regular game in regular times you wouldn't be you wouldn't hear it because you just hear the crowd going whoo but now right. you hear everything. <laughs> so you hear, dude, that's what I'm telling you. That's what I've said. That's what I've been saying. I'm like, dude, I want to see if, if the NFL is going to play. If they're going to play, I want to see the NFL with no crowd. Well, are, so are you seeing what are you are you hearing like what's going down is that they're trying to regulate like the 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 fake crowd noise this is what they're talking about right now like there should be none th- that's what they're saying is none but then you know for the get rid for of the it. sake of uh gamesmanship you know that's all the bullshit. all the, the the like being able to change the plays and stuff like you know they're going to have to basically change it every week okay dude i'm just saying as a fan if, like as as a real fan of football I would love to see that game with no crowd noise. I would, and, and uh, I've talked about it on this program before. I would love to see the NFL offer a package where you could actually watch the games completely uncensored. Yeah. Oh, like serious. Dude, when XM a fumble scrum football. happens, when a fumble scrum happens. Yes. Oh yeah. That's what I'm talking about. I want to hear the shit. Cause, talking. Cause I've, I've I want to hear Julian. I want to hear Julian Edelman. 
chew somebody's ass out on that field. I want to hear him talk shit. I want to hear him look at that defensive back and be like, you think you got me? You got nothing. <laughs> I love like the, not the, today. The, the, uh, yeah. Look, dude, it's like, it like uh, the, the Super Bowl against the freaking the Super Bowl against the, the Falcons. That one play in that game with Julian Edelman, when it's him and three freaking defensive backs from the Falcons and that ball tipped up and he just freaking grabbed that. He just put his hand under that ball before oh, he yeah. hit the ground and he caught it. And you watch the whole like NFL films, you know, Super Bowl, whatever, and they do that. Like they're showing it, and you see the moment, like in the moments after the play, and he's looking at the defensive back, and he's like, "I caught it, I caught it," and the dude's looking at him, going, "No way, man, no way, man," you know. And he's looking up at the jumbotron. He's like, "Look, look, here it comes." At least they show the replay. He's like, "There it is." You know, I mean, dude, they're they're talking trash. I, dude, I would love to be able to hear that kind of shit just watching the game. I want to hear what the linemen say to each other. I want to know what the 350-pound man in a three-point stance looking at the other 350-pound man in a four-point stance are saying to each other before I, that ball I gets I think snapped. they say more when the play is over than right before the Probably. play because they got to hear the snap count. That's true. You know what I mean? That's true. I would love – but, I'd, like, when you hear – when you see one of these – when you see one of these big boys break out into the open and just lay somebody's ass out – Oh yeah, I want to hear. I want to hear what he says. I want to hear what he says to that the, dude. The I want to hear train. him look. I want to hear him. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, I want to hear him look at that dude and be like, uh, "Not today." <laughs> like, do you like that? You want some more it's of that? Be a long day. Oh my goodness, whoop. dude! It's gonna be a totally long awesome. Day. Totally so awesome. So what do you it have? Is yeah, Thursday. what do you have it for is your Thursday. YouTube Thursday, dude? I'm gonna tell you, it's kind of crazy. Uh, my buddy Justin, who's in my band. Um, he and I lived together years ago in Boston before the Marine Corps, whatever. Um, we had an apartment together and at the time, uh, I really got into the X-Men animated series that was on TV. Do you remember this? Uh, It was on Saturday mornings. uh, No, (laughs) no. Oh, you're man. in college, dude. It was because I, I yeah. we had different college experiences. <laughs> no, this was just, you're up this Saturday was, morning. Like, I, I'm, I'm just, dude. I don't know. It was on. I like mean, you didn't go to Berkeley. <laughs> well, yeah, right. Um, but yeah, which was sort of a weird college experience. It was right. not your typical like, college. You definitely had a real college. Mine was not like that. Yeah, because I, um, if it was a home game Saturday, then I'm being woken up to go. You know. For pregame at the, you know, right. for marching band, and then you yeah, have no, the no, game. No, no. Dude, dude, I, I was I was going to a fine arts school for that had a student body of two thousand people in the city of Boston. You know, yeah. So so if you want a real college experience, you have to go to school at your school, and then like try to associate with some other institution around. I mean, town, yeah, which, which is BU. Take like, your pick. Yeah. Take your have pick. It. There's like a million of them. Right, yeah, northeastern, you know, whatever. It's not really a college town, <laughs> right? It's not really. It's not really a college. Don't worry about it. It's not a college town. <laughs> um, if you, if folks out there get that one, good on you. Uh, but anyway, no, there was a theme song. To it was actually really cool. It was a it was a cartoon series, but it was like the it was the actual like comic book series of the X Men. So you had all the various characters and everything. And what I thought was really cool, I, I, it was a really cool cartoon um, because it really got into the whole story of the X-Men insofar as like the whole Phoenix saga, which ended up later on being put on the big screen. Right. Okay. Is this with the one? The okay, X-Men on. Is this the one where Gambit with Gene Gray. had Gambit on there? With, like he had this weird like face thing and like his hair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, yes. I know. No. Jean yes. Grey, yeah, uh, right. Uh, Cyclops and all the all the characters. We know who they all are. Um, but it was just cool because my buddy sent me. It was a a video. It wasn't on YouTube. It was on some other app or something. Where it was this woman, this cellist, uh, playing. She. It was like it was a Zoom thing, 
but she had recorded them all herself and she was playing the theme song from the animated series. And it was really cool. But when I first heard it, I was like, what the hell is this? This sounds so familiar. I have, I don't know what it is, whatever it is. I haven't heard it in years. And I texted him back and I was like, dude, what is it? He's like, dude, that's the theme song from X-Men, the animated series. And he sent me the link uh, to YouTube that has the opener from the cartoon. I was like, holy mackerel, dude. I haven't freaking, like, all of a sudden I'm, like, remembering, like, watching this show and you see the whole intro. And it was cool to me because, I mean, I thought it was a cool cartoon. Um, But it was really neat later on when all of a sudden this story of the X-Men was put in motion pictures. Because I've never been a huge comic book guy, but having watched that show, I sort of knew what, where the whole Phoenix saga thing was going with the movies. Um, and that was kind of cool sort of to, to know what was going on. So yeah, I don't know, like I say, I'll, I'll, I'll post the, the theme song on the page or whatever, you know, see, see how many folks out. It was, it, it was on for like, I don't know, five years. It's like 92 to 97 or something like that. Uh, but I'll share, I'll share the, the clip of the, the show's intro on the page. You'll see maybe some folks out there will, will remember, uh, remember checking it out back in, in the days of your <laughs> days, the days of your, yeah, the days of your, so what, what do you got? That that was my John boy about the tattoo. Oh, your John boy video. Yeah. Yeah. But Dude, John, no, no. the John boy, that's stuff, a good, that's a good yeah, one. His, his commentary is weight worth its weight in gold. Um, can you sh- can you share that of course with yeah, the, yeah I'll, the, I'll put it on there you have to because if if folks out there who are sports fans have not seen this thing about the unwritten rules of baseball and, thing with this kid you have to and, see it because it's obnoxious and let me tell you here's the one thing that was like another unwritten rule right uh it, it's a twofer so as soon as the grand slam happens they bring in a relief pitcher oh yeah this is the uh, part two. part part yeah. two so the next batter's up and what happens the, the the pitcher throws throws a ninety mile an hour fastball behind the batter as a hey this is a message like fuck you guys Be- because right, yeah. because when you're hurling an object ninety miles an hour from sixty feet away there's not a lot of time to move out of the way you're gonna get hit no. so that was like just right. to let you guys know I control the situation like <laughs> that uh, we don't we don't appreciate that. Like no, stop. well, and you know, and stop, that's the whole stop. thing with Houston, right? Where they they got caught up in this whole big cheating scandal uh, about yeah. the pitch stealing the pitch signals, right? Well, yep. a couple of things on that. One, uh, the pitcher from the Dodgers, dang it, I knew I'd forget his name. He was like, he he was talking shit to him when they played because they played the Dodgers and they beat the Dodgers and. You know, when the pitcher struck him out, Altuve out, he just stared him down the whole way. He's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty hard when you're not fucking cheating. And then he – Oh! And, and, and so then he was like, come on. And then he just gave him the mm, face. Like he, he perched his lip. <laughs> he was like, mm, face. It's, it's now a shirt. That face is now a shirt. Is it, yeah. is it really? But I will tell that you, awesome. Altuve, who was like lights out last year, uh, he yeah. just asked to be demoted in the batting lineup because he's batting so poorly. Oh God! Well, it happens. Well, no, yeah. just to add, I think it's more the pressure and the the whole scandal than it is his actual talent. Yes. But but yeah. regardless, um, it you know, Houston and Houston just lost like one of their best players for the year. Yeah, which is only sixty games, but but yeah, well, yeah. The, I mean, the, 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 but the same thing. The, could you imagine the same thing happened? The same thing happened with the freaking Bruins. I mean, freaking Tuka Rask. This, this is like three days ago. All of a sudden, they're in this freaking hunt for the Stanley Cup this year, like rejuvenating the, the you know the the playoffs. And he's like, "I'm out." He decides this is like the goalie for the freaking you know the goalie for the the Bruins. Was it a COVID out Done. or was it was it a? They said that I think it I, I think it had something to do with that. They said it was like a personal family thing, whatever. And because they're in a bubble, like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, hey, they are. By the way, uh, I think they're do I think they're doing it right. I think they and the they and the NBA are doing it the right and way. Please, please go back to uh, previous episodes because now 
the NFL is considering uh, doing a bubble situation. They should. And, well, I know, but we, we talked about this on the other one. I was like, remember yes. I said, whoever's hosting the Super Bowl and whoever was going to host the uh, the Pro Bowl. The All-Star the Game. Pro Bowl. The Pro that's, Bowl, that's, yeah. There's your two places. NFC, AFC. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No, I totally agree. I totally agree. I mean, the traveling between cities, I mean, with – with as deadly as this thing is supposedly, you know, whatever, dude, do what these other leagues are doing. These guys are being paid millions upon millions of dollars. Cry me a fucking river if it means that you can't, like, I don't know, stay in a hotel for a few months. I mean, there's there's dudes who dig fighting holes for freaking seven months in, you know, Afghanistan for less. Yeah. Stop. Oh, no. That's, you know that, what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's why some of them got in trouble in the NBA that they, they were – you know, filming, like, look at, look at this room. Yeah. You know, like, are you kidding me? And then, and then it started leaking out, like, you know, some of the superstars had entire, like, wings. Suites. Yeah, no, wings. Yeah. Yeah. Because even the, the, the lower tiered superstar guys got, like, the presidential suite, but, like, LeBron got an entire wing and, the whole thing is, is that they're saying his family's there. Uh, okay. Whereas the, the guys, you know, that are there with, you know, get the single yeah. room. Like I say, like, like I say, you're being paid obnoxious amounts of money. Shut your mouth and play your game. <laughs> Stop. It's just a game. Anyhow. So on that note, <laughs> Hey, for folks out there, too bad that too bad. We didn't, I know. I sent it, I sent it to two people. You know, it's okay. It's okay. Well, no, the good, we're gonna we're gonna broaden it. The good thing is, is that I, Nace, I know Nace is working like back to working, so that's great. Yes, no, that is that is a good thing. But I know there are some other people out there that are chomping at the bit, chomping at the bit, and we're gonna get you. I promise. Booze uh, didn't answer it either. Oh no! Uh, shoot. Well, maybe that's a time difference thing because it's like the early afternoon for him or something. But uh, for, for folks who are out there, you get the message. Jump on in. We're waiting for you. Uh, tons of fun getting somebody, getting some guests on the show. Get your perspective. And as usual, you know, hope everybody has an awesome weekend. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, tell your family, tell your friends. JB, happy. Have a good yeah, one, my happy friend. Friday Eve. <laughs> hey, farewell. Later.